Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you could, please take a second and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. Headlines coming up and a lot of huge news coming through Colorado. Can't wait to get to that. The spelling bee for my son was last week. And this is where he's so much different than I am. I remember when I was a kid, when it came to the spelling bee, I tried to avoid it like the plague because I'm not a good speller. And thanks to the invention of autofill and all that shit on our phones, I don't have to really know how to spell anything or I can do voice to text. Be like, yeah, that looks good, (laughs) you know, when I do stuff. But the difference is my son was horribly sick. He got what my daughter had. My my daughter was sick for like a week and a half. So then we're just sitting there going, is he going to get sick? He usually doesn't get sick. He's like this freaking piece of iron that just never gets dinged up. But sure enough, Thursday night, my son has a horrible fever. He just feels like garbage. And he is begging and pleading with us to allow him go to go to school on Friday because he has a spelling bee that he wants to compete in. And, and I got to be honest, he's really good at it. He's a really smart kid. I'm so freaking proud of him. So is my daughter. They're both very intelligent and it, it, it's great. But we couldn't let him go because... By the next morning, we're like, let's see what he's like in the morning. And sure enough, he still had a fever and he's just like barely able to move. And, you know, he had to stay home the entire day, every like 20 minutes. Oh, man, I wish I could have been there for the spelling bee. Like, man, he loves to learn. It's so cool. It's such a good example of if you present things in a right way in non-negative fashion, that kids will not have those negative uh, thoughts towards it. He wants to learn. He loves to learn. He loves to interact with education. It's so cool. And nobody's allowed to talk negative about school in the presence of my children because they have such a positive outlook on their education. I don't want it to get ruined. And the fact that he was so bummed, like he was bummed. And here's what's annoying. He felt better by like Saturday afternoon. He was just like all good to go. It might have been Saturday morning. He was good to go. And I'm like, holy shit. He only got sick for like a, like basically a day and a half. And meanwhile, my, my daughter got sick for like a week and a half, seemingly the same thing. But, you know, he's just he's just built different. He, he just has a good immune system for the most part. But anyway, it, it was funny because he's bummed. But it also made me think, One, I I was horrible at spelling as a kid. But do you guys remember this young girl named Rebecca Sealfon? And I apologize, Rebecca, if I'm saying your name wrong. But she has the iconic Spelling Bee Championship freakout. And it's so cool. And I appreciate what she did. I'll give you an update on her in a second. But you'll probably remember it once I start hitting play on this. You and him! (laughs) She still has to spell it. Correct. <laughs> Rebecca Sealfon 
Jackson Seal Pond. Present the 1997 National Spelling Bee Champion, Katie representing Kerwin's. the New York Daily News, Rebecca Seal Pond. <laughs> I love that. I love how energetic she was for something that we take for granted. You think, ah, a bunch of nerds. They, what can you get excited about? Because it's not sports, like you know, physical activity, but. She loved it, and she freaking crushed it. And N-U-M, E-U-O-N-Y-M, N-U-M. I don't even know what that word means, <laughs> but good for her. And it's funny because I, I had to look it up to see what she's up to because I used to play that soundbite all the time at the radio station because it's such, such an iconic moment in Spelling Bee, and I love it. She, according to her... LinkedIn, which by the way, every time you look at somebody's LinkedIn and you're logged in, it tells them that you looked at them just so you know. <laughs> so don't be one of those creepy stalker people. Anyway, I don't care if you look at mine. There's, I have some audio stuff up there, video stuff up there if you ever want to check me out. This is what she wrote. Bylines in the Daily News. Smith, 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 I can't. Obviously, she's smarter than me. Smithsonian Magazine, Daily Beast, Recruit Loop, top 50 female New York City full stack software developer and former Google software engineer. National Spelling Bee champion, which we just heard, with experience as media celebrity. Enthusiastic team player. Yes, Rebecca, we know you're enthusiastic. I think that's cool. And I obviously butchered it. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know what the hell. There's just certain words I can't, I can't pronounce. You guys know that. It's, it's usually names. <laughs> and seal fawn. Like I had the heart. I'm like, is it seal fawn? I, yeah, I'm just dumb. But good for her. She's obviously continued on a successful road. So I love to see that. 1997, that was a long freaking time ago. Anyway, you know what we need to do? Let's move on and get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this is by far the best sports news to hit Colorado in a long time, especially the University of Colorado. Deion Sanders, he's officially the new head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes football team. It's very exciting. He's coming from Jackson State, where he was the head coach, had a great record of, I believe it was 27 and 5. That's something to hang your hat on. But this is going to be a big culture change for the University of Colorado. Why do I say that? Because Dion fucking let the players know yesterday at the press conference. It ain't going to be no more of a mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. And when I get here, it's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're going to get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. I love that. He's jerking the wheel and turning them in the right direction. Is he going to be automatically successful with the University of Colorado? Probably not. The first year might be a struggle. It's he's he has to strip things down to the studs and then just rebuild it. 
It might take a year. It might take two. But as long as he doesn't lose interest in the university, I think this is a phenomenal move by the Colorado Buffaloes. I sat here on this podcast to toot my own horde. Toot, toot. <laughs> I sat here just a couple months ago and told you that the only way things are going to change for the University of Colorado, I also said for Colorado State, is for them to make a big-time move, and it starts at the head coach. This is a big-time move. He will bring in big-time recruits. People are going to want to play for Deion Sanders. Okay, It's a big deal. Prime time is coming to Colorado. Guess what? They're worth talking about now. It will be very interesting to see how this gets molded into a prideful university again. Because like Dion said, it's been it's been a shit show for so many years. There's been a lot of great people that have gone through the University of Colorado as far as the football team goes, just focusing on that. There's been a lot of great players. But and it's got to be hard for former players to sit there and watch their alma mater just continue to, to just fade away and just just be irrelevant. Now they're relevant again. I, I don't know how many wins they end up getting next year. It'd be great if they got at least five. I don't want to sit here and pretend that he's going to automatically turn things around and they're going to go to a bowl game next season. It would be fantastic. But as we've learned from the struggles of the Denver Broncos, things don't get fixed overnight. They don't. And this is a big hill for Deion Sanders to go up. University of Colorado football team has uh, been beaten and uh, torn into shreds. And he's got to put that all back together and and make it a winning football program again. I think he can do it. Will he be a great, amazing head coach? I don't really know. I know he was 27-5 at Jackson State, but that's Jackson State. Okay? I, I want I want to believe. But I also get my heart broken with the Denver Broncos all the time when it comes to getting overhyped. I was saying that the Denver Broncos were built for, you know, at least the AFC Championship game this year. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And they're officially not out of the playoffs yet, but let's be honest. (laughs) Let's be honest. They're not going to make it. So I I have a hard time just putting all my chips in on that they're going to be a a success. I want them to be. But listen, I want the Colorado Buffaloes to go back to their glory days. I'm going to brag a little bit about the people that I know. Are we best, best, best buds? No but I could call them right now and talk to them and tell them I love them. And they would say they love me back. So (laughs) Mike Pritchard drafted by the Atlanta Falcons back in the day, played in the NFL, also played for the Denver Broncos, also the Seattle Seahawks. Great person used to work with him. Former CU buff, amazing person. Alfred Williams played for the Cincinnati Bengals, had a, I think a year at the 49ers finished up his career with the Denver Broncos. Amazing person. Amazing player. Tyler Columbus made his rounds with whether it's the Broncos, uh, Washington, or even the Seahawks. Just a great player. Great person. 
Chad Brown, also a badass. How could I forget Chad Brown? But I go back to like, especially those three, Chad Brown, Alfred Williams, Mike Pritchard, in their glory days, the buffs were legit. And, and you enjoyed to cheer for them because they were just competitive. Okay. They were just great to be around as far as watching. You just wanted to be watching the games and everybody in the state of Colorado was all about the CU buffs for the most part, except for the people at CSU. They hate them, but things have changed. And if Deion Sanders can sniff into that era of early nineties, late eighties. Oh, I forgot Joel Klatt. Jesus Christ, (laughs) Joel. I'm sorry. Not like he listens. He's too good for this podcast. Anyway, Joel, I love you too. Should I send a bunch of text messages to a bunch of former players and say, just be like, I love you, and see if they just respond? <laughs> see if they do? Uh, that would be my flex. <laughs> my flex. Ooh, ooh. So I'll, let me do that real quick. I'm just going to text Joel Klatt right now. He's the one that I'm not sure if he'll, he'll get back to me or not because he's kind of iffy. Joel Klatt. All right, this is what I wrote. Yo, hope you're all balls. Love to huff. Heart. P.S. I'm using your response on my podcast. Let's see if he responds. You're welcome. Well, this was riveting now, wasn't it? Anyway, I'm I'm excited for Deion Sanders to join the Colorado. Uh, Joel just responded with, not banned. I have to veer off and tell this story. I told him I need to get him on this podcast when he's not busy because that dude is nonstop busy with his family, of course, and then obviously working with Fox Sports and and doing all the crazy stuff that Joel does. He's a celebrity now. Anyway, do I tell the story now? You know what? I'll save it. I'll say I'm sorry. I'm going to save it because if he ends up coming on the podcast, I I want him to tell the story because he's going to remember shit that I don't remember. Anyway. Hey, uh, I got to give you an update. Remember that a few episodes ago that that guy who fell off the cruise ship, they ended up doing a a search and rescue and they end up finding him. Well, the guy talked about his experience and here's the thing. He claims that he wasn't drunk yet. He did have a couple drinks, but he doesn't remember what happened. He just says he went out to use the bathroom. I believe it was. And then next thing he knows, he woke up in the water, which is fucking bizarre. Sounds like somebody was fucking hammered. But he treaded water for 20 hours. That's that's a big deal. If you go on a cruise ship, you got to know how to swim. If you're on any sort of boat, you need to learn how to swim. So he treaded water for 20 hours, which is amazing in itself. He had to eat objects that were floating by him in order to sustain his energy, including a plank of bamboo. So he was just eating anything that he could see. There was times where he had to kick off like some watery beast, <laughs> probably a shark or, or something. And like he had to fight off uh, those and kick them. And thankfully he didn't get ate, didn't lose any limbs, didn't get attacked. He did have to fight off jellyfish until he was you know, rescued. Now, here's the thing. And here's the thing that I guess a lot of people that have been on cruise ships, uh, 
worth thinking too is how the hell did he get into the water? Because I guess Carnival has like, it's hard to just trip over and fall over the edge. Cause I guess there's, there's like gates essentially, or, you know, stuff you would have to climb up to, to, to fall overboard. Carnival said that the only way of falling overboard is to purposely climb up and over the safety barriers. So what the fuck? I know this guy, he went through a lot once he hit the water. But you're telling me that he doesn't remember? Probably because he was intoxicated. And 20 hours went by, so obviously nobody could tell if he he was officially drunk or not. And he probably climbed up and jumped into the water. He was either depressed or trying to be funny. And then he just jumps into the water loses his footing, something, somehow he ends up going in the water. Here's the thing that bugs me, because I know Carnival is going to continue with an investigation. I would assume that they have cameras everywhere on that place, especially for something like this, just in case, a CYA. And I imagine what's going to come to find out here within a week or so is that you're going to find evidence that he climbed up and jumped into the water himself. That's all I'm saying. So I, I imagine that will be the case because you don't just accidentally, I I don't know how it happened. I accidentally climbed up <laughs> to the top of this and uh, somehow I fell in. Who knew? Who knew? I didn't know. I didn't know that would happen. He's trying to play victim, but it unless somebody knocked him out and, and dragged him up and then threw him over, I guess that's technically a possibility. Other than that, I don't I don't see this ending well for him because he's going to end up having to pay for the search and rescue, uh, all that stuff, because they had to go out there and, and risk their lives to save his. I don't know. You tell me your thoughts to huffoncensor.gmail.com. I call bullshit on that, on him. I think he knew what he did. I think he fucked up. And maybe once he hit the water, he's just like, if he was depressed, maybe it just shook him. And then he's just like, no, fuck this. I'm not dying. I, I want to live now. Listen, I don't know. There's a lot of guessing here, but that's what it seems like. He either did it on his own, either because he was drunk and trying to see what things looked like from the top, or he was feeling suicidal and he jumped off. And I hate to say that about anybody, but that is a realistic possibility. Or maybe some thugs were on the cruise ship and they're like, let's get that guy. Knock him out and throw him in the water. Why? He looked at my girlfriend. I don't know. That's going to be bizarre. I Keep watching the headlines on that one because I imagine more shit's going to come out. Hey, we got more coming your way, but first... Root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. From a punter running out of the end zone to a plain old QB sack worth two points in the end zone. Root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. And they also deliver and they also have curbside pickup available. It's very convenient for you. 
And what you need to do is stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. You can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Or you can check out their social media channels, especially like Instagram. They do a great job on there of sharing recipes. It's really cool. Great follow. Check them out. Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. New York City is looking for a job that just might be up your alley. It, it, it's a bizarre job, but man, if I was single, maybe I'd do it. I don't know. Director of Rodent Mitigation. The role has been dubbed the Rat Czar. It comes with a salary range of $120,000 a year to $170,000 a year. The ideal candidate, according to them, is highly motivated and somewhat bloodthirsty, determined to look at all solutions from various angles, including improving operational efficiency, data collection, technology, innovation, trash management, and wholesale slaughter. (laughs) That's awesome. But you know what it reminded me of? If you ever watch the show Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it reminds me of Charlie. Hey, buddy. Yeah, what's going on there, pal? Oh, my God. I just found a rat's nest. Slaughtered about 200 of them. <laughs> 200? Couldn't be. That's Christ. Uh, it's, like, it's like whole generations of those things have died in my hands and mothers, fathers, grandfathers, little baby rats. Mm, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, keep up the good work. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, though, if our lives are really more valuable than theirs, you know what I mean? Yeah. They are. Yeah. Our, our lives are, definitely, yeah. yeah without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> if that makes you feel any... Yeah, well, mm-hmm. suppose I ought to... Get back to it? Yep. Yeah. Jump right back in there, Tiger. <laughs> get on the horse, Charlie, bash, bash him up. Um, do what you do best. All right. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that show. Yeah, the whole time he's just like slowly drinking a beer. Like he's just totally just, I am fucked up from dealing with all that shit. That's a great show. Love that show. Could you do that as a job where your job is to essentially find out where all the rats are as efficiently as you can exterminate them? That's a disgusting job that you got to be a special kind of person to do this. I, I, I jokingly say maybe I could do that. If I was single, maybe, I guess, but I, I don't think I'd, man, I, I just think that would be just disgusting. If you could do that, good for you. And I, I've i seen rats. I've never seen rats as big as I hear they, they can get in New York and as much as they have in New York. So that's an interesting gig. If you're interested in, interested in a job and you're good at wholesale slaughter, go go to New York. You could be a director of rodent mitigation. Oh, gross. Could you imagine? Rough day today. You know, I killed like 200 rats. Oh, so disgusting. Pepsi with milk. Speaking of disgusting, have you ever tried this? I'm going to try this. Use the hashtag pilk, milk with a P, and cookies. Pepsi is trying to hop on a, a trend called dirty soda, where it mixes, uh, what is it, syrup, cream and and of course soda 
and they're trying to combine Pepsi and milk. And it's been a long time secret, according to Pepsi fans. And that's according to Todd Kaplan, the Ch- Pepsi's chief marketing officer. And they're just trying to come out with something kind of fun. I guess a lot of people that love Pepsi love mixing it with milk. I have never tried it. Have you? I'm going to try it and I'm going to put it on my TikTok at DeHuff Uncensored. Okay, you got to check that out. This is what Pepsi said. With the rise of dirty soda trend on TikTok and throughout the country, we thought pilk and cookies would be a great way to unapologetically celebrate the holidays, according to Kaplan. Uh, I'm going to try it. Like I said, I'll put it on my TikTok account. I think it's kind of disgusting, but who knows? Maybe it's good. Who knows? Maybe it's good. Okay. You know what? Next episode. Next episode, I'm just going to spill the beans and give you that that funny story with Joel Klatt in in regards to um, not banned. Okay? It's funny, and it led to his exit from the radio station. That's how good it is. I really hope you guys are having a great day. I'm excited for the Colorado Buffaloes. They got Dion freaking Sanders. They're exciting. I'm not excited about the Denver Broncos. I want to be. I have what seems like wasted my time every single Sunday this football season watching the Denver Broncos. I'm not excited about the Denver Broncos. I have a lot of excitement towards the Colorado Buffaloes. I'm excited to see what Dion Sanders can do. He is a leader, and you hear that in his voice. But will that transition into wins? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And it's exciting. We have a lot of excitement on the horizon for the University of Colorado. Now let's see if Colorado State can do something similar. I don't know if it's going to happen, but it would be nice to have both Colorado and Colorado State be relevant. But I I don't know if that's going to be the case. But as of right now, at least... The University of Colorado is trending in the right direction. But will that trend into wins? We'll see. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to it. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern, and of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's DeHuff Uncensored. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great day. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.